Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 107. This week's episode, we discuss the most recent Breath of the Wild teasers from the Game Awards, more Switch rumors, and even more Pokemon stuff. Oh yeah, and we've got a new team member joining the cast, but you know, that's some other stuff. Plus your questions and so much more. Zach, cue the music. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Dads Podcast. My name is Zach Erickson, and tonight is December 7th, 2016. Joining me tonight, as is always the case, is Justin Masson. What's going on tonight, Justin? Nothing much, buddy. I am I am stoked to be here. I am also super excited, and I'm going to tell you why. I got a new router in my house. <laughs> a new router. Yeah. You know, even before we start anything, one of the things that you the people said is hey you should have less skype problems during our our uh you know our thing justin delivers Survey. justin delivered he listens i do i i was like no no the people have spoken i need to figure out a bigger router or be- a better router situation no now. just bigger just straight up like it's just like three you times know, the size it's, it's actually smaller <laughs> considerably smaller <laughs> But I found out the router I was using was like four years old. So I guess apparently there's a shelf life for those things. Hmm. So. Yeah, a little expired. Speaking, speak, speaking of a shelf life, Jesse Waltag, VG Tribune, how are you, sir? That's You're not near your expiration. I was expecting you to, you to go, but yeah, uh, my, my, me and my router are doing well. Nice. Excellent. Do you know, do you have a name for your router? Uh, I I don't, but I I have we have a name for our network in general. Oh, what's your what, what's your network name? Well, the, everything in my uh, my network is Disney name based. So oh. the main Wi-Fi hotspot is Mufasa because he's the king. Sure. And then every all the other devices are some other form of Disney character. Right. My wife and my computers are Chip and Dale. Like the oh, not not the dancers, but rather not the, the dancers, not not <laughs> the rest of the rangers. Yes. Okay. Uh, I thought you were thinking well of yourself. My, my kid's computer is Olaf. My uh, printer is Sven. I, I right. for some, I'm still caught on like Jesse doing uh, Chris Farley Chippendales thing. Is what I'm. No, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I, no. I love, I love seeing what people name their like networks. Uh, mine for the longest time was Jody. Use this network. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, awesome. Yeah. Right on. Well, gentlemen, there there are other local networks nearby that are not safe to mention on this show. Yeah, that's you know what, and that's the thing is that you know what you're going to do a point nowadays where people are searching networks. You shouldn't have inappropriate stuff. Have funny stuff. Yeah, have funny stuff. Have funny stuff. All right. Well, speaking of funny stuff, we got all sorts of news and su- such to uh, get into today. So let's head in straight to that, shall we? Let's do that, shall we? What is this? Whoa! What? That what is, is going news. on? That's not news. News of a bumper. What Jack is going? Erickson, what are you doing? So uh, I think last week we posted a, a little bit of a tease on Twitter of a certain uh, Mega Man type silhouette. We've got a new cast member, a new member of the show. Like forever, a new Nintendo dad approaches. What? Who is it? Uh. Why don't you, good sir, Marty Estes? 
Welcome to the show, dude. How you doing? I am fantastic. How are you guys? I'm doing awesome. Welcome to the show, man. Do you know how hard it is to keep a secret like this? (laughs) (laughs) Especially for as long as we knew this. Yeah, we knew this for, what, almost a month now, probably? I'm, uh, uh, what I'm yeah, waiting yeah. for now is for all the people to start chiming in. I knew it. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Almost immediately in the in the line chat. Oh yeah, it's totally Marty. And we're like, oh, <laughs> uh, we just gotta let this go. Oh well, you guys. I, I feel like we did an okay job. Eric Plunk <laughs> in the chat is saying, "Yes, I know him. I know him." <laughs> Thanks, Eric Plunk. Keep being awesome. And yeah. Phoenix Moore says we knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was the one from the line chat you were referring to. It was either him or uh, Callow. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah. They, they they pegged it pretty early on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we and we are excited. We're excited to have you joining us. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So, Marty, how do you, how do you feel? You're joining. You're joining the team. What are your thoughts? How are you? How are you doing? I, with this? I feel like I'm getting called up to the big leagues. <laughs> you know, like I, I've been down in the, uh, I've been down in the, in the podunk backwoods, uh, minor leagues and got the call. I finally, finally did well enough. Here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm the- excited about it guys. I, I, you know, uh, I love, I've loved guesting in the past. I've, I've loved being, you know, on the show and, and filling in when you guys need me, and I'm I'm excited to be here on a more permanent basis now. Yeah, you know it's funny. For a long time, we had always kind of make jokes of, man, we got to get Marty back into podcasting, and then we're just like, you know what? Just if we just tell him that he just can come on our show, then then he has to. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's awesome to have you on. And by the way, for people that are watching live, if you aren't on Twitter right now, go over to twitter dot com slash Nintendo Dads. Um, what would a Nintendo Dads a Nintendo Dad B without artwork by Carter Johnson. We have all new cover art, uh, including a new edition of Marty as Mega Man uh, to go along with the three yes. other ones that were already there. So uh, yeah, it'll be fun to show off the new art. Yeah, I really like our new our new cover art. I'm uh, I'm really excited about it. So and didn't Adam already ask? Does that mean I'm drawing new art? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Yes, that's coming too. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, it's dude. I'm just really excited to to have you on, and and uh, I guess we'll tease another little thing. Uh, I I'm I think what we what is only makes sense is to have a little bit of a it, not really like an after dark episode. What are we calling it? Marty? Did it, what did I say? We were gonna, like real talk or something like that, right? We're, I, I, I think that's what you said. Yeah, something like that. But we're gonna we're gonna do that sometime um, this month. Uh, and have just like a, a good conversation where people can get to know you a little bit better and we'll eventually do that for everybody else too. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and the interesting part is, and I'm sure we're going to get questions like why, you know, why do we bring on Marty? What's kind of the, the, surely if Marty is coming on, then someone must be leaving all this kind of stuff. And I would, you know, I would kind of, uh, say that that's not true. Um, we're excited to have Marty joining us. We, we truly believe that he provides, uh, a level of uh, addition to the team that helps us support content. What most of you don't know is that Marty's been working behind the scenes for almost four to six weeks now, uh, since we kind of made the internal decision to have him come on board. Uh, so he's been he's been helping us out a huge amount. And what we've just kind of seen, especially over the last four to six months, interestingly enough, is that we've actually been getting bigger <laughs> and busier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we've got to a point where we, we're having to bring on more people and more full-time staff 
Um, and, and Marty is one of them. Uh, you know, a great example was a couple of months ago. I think, Marty, you did, I think, three or four indie reviews for us because we didn't have the capacity <laughs> to review them at all um, because we had other mainstream content that was coming in. Marty's going to help us, help us work. get more and work. And, and I think that's the thing is that, that <laughs> ultimately between between running the show, uh, getting out content every single week to everyone, making sure that we're providing our, uh, a level of support to our community, I, I think we were all feeling a little bit that we were maybe lacking where we didn't want to be. Um, and I think what Marty allows us the opportunity to do is to continue to build and give out more content and, and strengthen our community, uh, while at the same time creating balance for the rest of us to be able to do school and be new parents again and to travel uh, with our jobs. And it, it just allows us to continue to have the quality that we strive for um, while still being able to uh, to create amazing content for our community. And that's been the big, big thing. Um, but, man, we are we are I'm I'm so stoked to have Marty join us. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just proud to be, you got, you know, the Nintendo dad's deep South operative now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then, you know, and the nice, the, and the nice part is, you know, this all started with just a really good friendship almost 18 months ago. Um, and I, and I think it's, it's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's enough. That's enough. Naval gazing gentlemen. We have a show to do. We've got stuff to do. Welcome. Uh, welcome Marty. And, uh, the show must go on. Of course. Let's do it. Let's do it. By the way, I was thinking, uh, this is going to be a new adjustment, especially now when we have guests and there will be like, oh yeah, there's five people on the show. Like that's going to be normal now. So that that's going to be exciting. Uh, it's going to be a, a good time. Lots of uh, adjustment as we figure that out too, but I'm super excited. By the way, news is brought to us by... Brought to us by oneupbox.com. If you enjoy getting really kind of cool green boxes sent to you every single month full of really awesome, nerdy, geeky culture stuff, you need to head over to oneupbox.com. Use the offer code Nintendo Dads. Get money off your first box. Just a bit of a heads up. This next month, the December box, it's called – It's the theme is energy. And the uh, art that they're, that they're kind of like showcasing for it is Batman, Metroid, and Mega Man. And I think it's Mega Man X specifically. So if you are a fan of any of those things, head over to oneupbox.com. Use the offer code Nintendo Dads. Get some money off that first box. Could be a good Christmas gift for yourself or someone else uh, or whatever you want. Thanks, One Up Box, for your sponsorship and support. Uh, Zach, what's in the news? We got some news. We got some news. We got some stuff to talk about. So uh, if, for all you Pokemon trainers out there who have finished the game, uh, you can now get the Poke. I actually haven't done this yet. Um, you can get the mythical Pokemon Magearna. Uh, yeah, which is a thing. It's uh, the legendary thing. But uh, and so basically, you can do that. You scan the QR code, um, and then visit the delivery man in the Antiquities of the Ages shop in Howoli Ravioli City. Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, yeah, Howoli. Uh, yeah, sure. How? Yeah, oh yeah, like the the dude How Howoli City. Okay, sure. Uh, and then make sure to save your game. Now is that all? Is that only if you're complete? Only if only if you complete the game already, correct? That's right. Yeah, which is uh, which is a new thing, right? Which you you used to be able to like start the game and then immediately be able to like go and get your gift Pokemon and whatever. Uh, no longer the case in this game, apparently. Which Probably is, because well, before you can you know, the like like the mystery gift stuff you can pick up at any Pokemon Center. You know, there's antiquities of the ages. I, I don't even know where that is yet. That might that if that's like on the last island or something, then that would be why 
No, I, I think Haoli City is like the 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 starting city, is it not? Like the I don't I don't I don't, know. I don't know. I think I'm, it is. Yeah, I Maybe think so. The, was the, is I, the antiquities open that early, or do you have to? Will it open later? I uh, I don't know. That's weird. I I don't know. Let me hang on. I'm gonna check this. I'm gonna check this in my. Well, while you're checking that, I think the cool thing about this is that uh, it's not a timed release. This is always going to be available. So they're not. Yeah. Uh, that, was one thing, that was one of the things I noticed in in reading about it. I don't have to rush to finish the game right now. I can take it at my own pace and get Magirna later. Where like the Munchlax is a the Munchlax thing. is a time, a time thing, limit yeah. on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I haven't claimed my Munchlax yet, and I haven't gotten my Greninja yet. <laughs> oh yeah, I've still got to transfer Ash Greninja over. I did get Munchlax though. He's on my he's on my six that I'm. Yeah, he's pretty awesome with right now. Yeah. So how how Oli City is on the first island? It's that first main city, the city that's in the demo, um, and like yeah, that, that's got the big long street kind of in the southwest southwest corner of the island. Yeah, so it's the the main city in the first island. So, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty awesome. And I, it, it's uh, what is the type of here? Is it Steel Fairy? Is that what the typing is for this? Mag- yes, sounds right. It, I mean, that kind of looks like the. Well, they've added some types for this game, right? I mean, well, diversified he, a little I th- bit. I think he's well, the type about is Magirna specifically. Yeah, the, Magirna oh, specifically okay. that uh, is a fairy type, I believe. I think it is fairy steel. Fairy steel. Uh, but yeah, so that's a uh, that's cool. I, uh, yeah, I, I still need to get that. But Justin, how far are you in that game? Are you? I guess maybe uh, we'll talk about that later. Have you played yeah, it more? We'll talk about it later, but I, I am still playing it. Uh, I'm still doing all right. Uh, I am 12 hours into it actually. Wow. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. I am trucking along and I have, I have now, uh, got the fully evolved form of Litton. I am Inferno C Inferno C. Uh, Incineroar. In- Incineroar. Yeah. That one Incineroar. <laughs> that's the thing I'm looking for, man. I love me. My Pokemon names. Yeah, you do. So do I. I love that you. I love your Pokemon names. <laughs> I, I think we just, I just need to finish s- the first island. So, uh, but I haven't left it yet. Um, the I first, beat, uh, the the Kakuna, and I'm getting ready to go into. Is it Ten Penny Hill or something like that? Ten. Thanks. Ten Penny. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is, but uh, I, it's <laughs> probably not. Ten. Wait, it, I was either going to say ten carat ten, gallon hill. ten carat hill. There you 10 go. Ten carat hill. There it is. There That's, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just walked in the, the cave there and I, I had to turn it off. You can get a rock rough in there, dude. Get a rock rough while you're in there, in that cave. I, I, I want a rock rough. That's yeah, one get, of the main reasons I want to go in there. Yeah, that's the main, I think that's the only place in the game you can get a rock rough. So make sure you get one while you're in there. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's Pokemon and it's still a thing. Uh, I guess on the Pokemon note as well just while we're on that december 12th which is mm. what is that what day is that next monday next monday they're gonna monday, be monday, they're monday. making an announcement about the game what was the announcement today i saw there was an announcement today about uh something about starbucks and junk i didn't actually see that. well uh sprint stores and radio shack stores will be pokestops and poker gyms similar to uh starbucks stores Okay. Yeah. Well, so, the, the Starbucks stuff was a leak. It wasn't supposed to go out yet. 
Yeah, Starbucks is not officially until December 8th from the press release. So today what happened, and actually uh, they were supposed to have a press conference around, I think it was around uh, 8.30 or 9.30 Mountain Standard Time, 7.30, Pacific Time, Niantic uh, and Sprint were basically going to get there and say, hey, we now have an agreement that Sprint stores in the U.S. or vendors that sell Sprint, i.e., Radio Shack will will basically create an additional 10,500 Pokey Stops or Pokey Gyms um, throughout the U.S. And also, um, you have the opportunity to actually show up like with your phone, and they can charge they'll charge it there for you as well for free to get, allow you to continue doing that. Uh, basically, actually sounds like they got peer pressure to it leaked. I think early, uh, so they just kind of like push it out early. Tomorrow, apparently, Starbucks though is supposed to be um, uh, a new kind of drink or something to celebrate uh pokemon i'm not pokemon frappuccino yeah nothing smell no nothing tastes like starbucks like a blended up pikachu mm, more um, smells, i guess yeah exactly um and then from there on the 12th there will be there uh they are adding new characters to the game they have mentioned that they put that out today as a press release or announcement today not 100 percent sure what's all going to be included whether it's gonna be second gen uh there's actually rumor that it might be a lowland formed pokemon um to um that'd to be awesome with sun and moon uh but most likely probably second gen the other thing that's kind of hanging out there that we don't really know an answer for is um back in september niantic did mention the um the addition of pokemon go to the apple watch uh they did say they were going to be putting that out in december as well um so this may be an opportunity for them to make a do a do a larger push that includes that support as well. They may not have a big release about it, but just, hey, by the way, it's now on the watch. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, too. If, that's kind of the Pokemon. I've also heard, I saw a rumor that they were, they potentially could be adding battling or trading to uh, to the game as well. So that would be cool. I really think that other than, like, they, it needs a, the whole battle system needs an overhaul is what it needs. But I think, like, because it's not fun to battle at gyms. Like, it just tapping on your screen, like, it's not an enjoyable battling experience. Um, it would be interesting if they had more traditional Pokemon battling uh, with your friends or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how well. They'd have to completely revamp the entire what Pokemon are in this game, too, though, which I think would be kind of an issue. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys think they'll add... I, I would love if they, if they would add... Um, you know, either one, either, either battling or I, trading or both. I deleted the game from my phone for a, a good while. Cause I just got bored with it, but I have recently redownloaded it. And I, I'm just excited that there's more Pokemon to catch than Pidgey. And, uh, you know, the yeah. usual yeah. two that, that I kept finding. And I mean, I like the other day, I mean, we have a uh, Pokestop at my office and I never had seen anything other than like a Rattata and a, maybe a Weedle or something around, and I opened it up the other day, and there was a Scyther out there, and nice uh, execute, and all kinds of other. I'm stuff, probably stuff that people are tired of seeing now. But I was like, wow, you know, I've only ever seen these briefly. We should. Uh, I don't know if we've ever for, talked about it either. The the update where basically now you you can tap on the Pokemon, and it will show you on the map where it is. Uh, right. That's like an, a fairly new feature as well. So that that's something. I guess we haven't really talked about that, but it's definitely a thing it's it's pretty nice it's how it always should have been yeah. i i do agree with you though marty there had well, one of these patches recently they did basically push out more creatures uh or more pokemon kind of accessible to almost wherever you are right like i'm i'm catching some of the crab things in the middle of like my street and i'm like uh, that was not there before 
Um, so yeah, definitely. And whenever there is like a bigger spawn point, it's like there are six there, not two. Um, so you, they definitely, they definitely push it a lot. I think it, to me, just in thinking about it, that it would probably be better for them to introduce trading before they try to overhaul the battle system, because that is yep. going to be such a, a big deal. Uh, and I think that if they try to overhaul that, I mean, like how close do you want this to be to like a real Pokemon game? You know, if, if it's free, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Uh, like if I can go do the same thing on this that I can do on any version of Pokemon, why, why would I pay 40 bucks for it mm-hmm. on, on the 3ds? So there's got to be, I mean, you know, it's kind of like Pokemon light in, in a way, but I would love to be able to trade for Pokemon that like, Oh man, you've got 10 of those. I need that candy. Can you send, can you send a couple of them over to my phone? You know, that would be awesome. Totally. Uh, who knows? Uh, apparently there's a big Mitomo update too coming soon. So no, they're, they're really out like kind right of jumping now, on the mobile. Like, yeah. I actually just saw that on like, as we were kind of starting that there's a, let me check that too. I don't know. Maybe is that out? Is that there is a, there is a, an update out right now for iOS. Oh, what is it? Just like oh, a random I'm checking on my phone right now. This is live as it's happening, folks. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing an, I'm not seeing an update. <laughs> oh yeah, there is. Mitomo, hey. yeah. Teach me teach uh, sidekick me characters how to answer questions. Sidekick Central will be added. This is a place where you can share your sidekick me questions or characters answers. <laughs> With other users and uh, certain emoji in your me characters answers will now trigger trigger sound effects. Okay, first person. So not to a tell, huge update. First person to tell me what the poop emoji does. Uh, that's that's all that I want to know about. What does get it on it? YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, okay, cool. So that's uh, that's uh, that's Pokemon. Good times. Game Awards. People, the Game Awards happened. Uh, I watched the trailer. I actually haven't watched the the sit down footage yet of of uh, what happened there. But uh, Game Awards happened for uh, you know I think we basically called what was going to happen as far as Nintendo goes, right? They kind of every category that they were in, did they they basically got for the most uh, part. We got yeah. Well, yeah. Last week we just talked about all the nominations as for the winners. Pokemon Go won Best Family Game and Best Mobile slash Handheld Game. Uh, let's we scroll down the list. Uh, Zelda got Most Anticipated Game. Uh, um, yeah, was there any question, by the way, about that one? Uh, no. Yeah, uh, no. I think that was it, you know, Nintendo-wise. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, from from an awards perspective, absolutely. But I mean, I think the thing that we all kind of, you know, step step back and and be like, hey, what else happened? There was the new trailer that came out uh, at the in the pre-show that they launched off with it that they led off with, um, and then halfway through the show, they did a let's play with Bill Trinan um, and one of the folks from the Treehouse. Uh, they did a bit of a playthrough on it. I'm gonna be honest, guys. Um, the playthrough didn't land with me as well as I thought the trailer did. I thought the trailer was tremendous. They did a great job of, of actually showing some more life in the world, teasing some new stuff. We saw this flying bird thing. We saw flying, I don't know, plateau or flying plane. I don't know what to call it exactly. Uh, we saw someone who may or may not be uh, may or may not be Zelda. Uh, we saw some NPCs. Uh, it, 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 it actually 
is that him or is that breathe me? some life into vacancy that was yeah, I remember Roger did a comparison of that bird with the with the knights in the final dungeon of Zelda 2 got a yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone else ever got there, but in the final dungeon, all the the dark nuts, the knights, have been turned into bird knights, and they jump around more, and they they're really annoying, and then especially down to the blue one, they will be chucking swords at you while it's doing all this. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then of course we had the bird the bird race, which. In Wind Waker, which evolved from the fish people in Ocarina, Zuto is that the, I forget the race, but yeah, Naruto. I'm not Ru- sure, dude. This it's it's super interesting. I I did like the trailer. I like I I remember thinking, man, that looks really good. I want to see this. What was the what was in the the Let's Play video that they did? Was that was there anything revelatory there or? To give the world its next look at the world. Um, nothing that stuck out with me. They were very cautionary to kind of stop and say they didn't want to spoil a certain area. Um, this bird dude is looking really cool, though. Bit, yeah, what I did notice is that, you know, like, there was a couple of en- uh, enemies that, like, you got hit once and, like, you lost, like, five or six heart. Whoa. Uh, so you were getting whooped pretty hard. It definitely kind of helped to show a little bit of the difficulty of the game. Uh, we saw Link in various different outfits, uh, colors, tunics. Um, looking almost very Dragon Warrior-esque at times, even some of the weapons that he got. Um, we did see, I think it was like a lightning arrow or something. So we did see a little bit more of that. Um, but the teaser of the trailer was really what stuck with uh, stuck with me for sure. Hmm. I, I tried not to watch the Let's Play footage. I don't want to. I don't know. There, when that stuff comes out, I really just don't like to watch it because I want to be s- surprised by the game. You know. I just gotta I say, really, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I, I just just like moments where I'm walking through, you know, a forest, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like that video, and this enemy's gonna jump out right now. No, I just rather see that for the first time. And I I just gotta say, like, I am so excited to be able to play this on a handheld like the like for me being able to play this on the switch and knowing that i'm not like just that makes me so much more excited for for this game to know that i'll be able to play this like on the bus if i want to on a handheld like this seeing this and and having this is i guess the first experience that we're having of looking forward to a game that we know we will be playing on the switch instead of the Wii U or whatever, right? Uh, and I think that that is a really... I it, it just makes me more excited for the Switch, knowing, like, oh, man, that's that's what it's going to be like for every game that comes out, is that we'll be able to play it on, on the go, which just makes me really excited, so... Uh, yeah, and, and I, so, I mean, yeah, I was... It, it made me more and more hyped, which is just, like, just, just release it. And then the rumors of, of course, it not being released until, like, late next year just, just hurts my heart. Like I just want to, I just want to pick up my Switch. I want to put in Breath of the Wild, and I want to just like, no one talk to me for forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and that's all I want to do. And that's not going to happen. Uh, a couple other things that did come out of the Game Awards. Uh, Zach, you would be hyped for this. Shovel Knight. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I. Uh, so Shovel Knight. What are we? What's the? What's the? What's it called? Specter of Torment. Um, yeah, here, let me pull this one up here. 
Uh, basically, turns out this is a prequel to Shovel Knight. Uh, yeah. Which I thought it was a really cool idea. I like that. Uh, loving the, loving what it's looking like. I don't know. There's something about this that that I'm not as excited as I was with Plague of Shadows. And maybe it's just because I don't, I haven't seen it all. I haven't, you know, that kind of a thing. But um, Specter Knight is not catching my cap. You know, he doesn't have my heart like Plague Knight did. Plague Knight was like a. <laughs> He was a little bit of a dummy, you know what I mean? Like he was, he was kind of endearing in his in his craziness. And Specter Knight, maybe I just haven't. I, I I trust in Yacht Club Games to endear me to this character too, but uh, I haven't really I haven't gotten it yet. So, but that, not to say that it's yeah, I, I mean, it's not going to happen. Plague Knight's character just got better in Plague of Shadows. Oh yeah. Plague Knight, Plague Knight by the, like with like the, the more, the more I played, the more I've, I've sympathized, but I, I think that's like you said, it's up to them. I, and I don't think they're going to do it without telling a good story. Yeah. And there's some like interesting footage with like, you've got like a, a sidekick character through part of it. Who's following you around and, and his, they've got, it looks like they've got some really interesting uses of the, the scythe. You know, so he's like grinding on rails for part of it. He's using his uh, using it as like a a parachute or something. Uh, it definitely looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to play to play through this. So uh, very excited. And I'm also, I mean, we've still got another one after this too, right? Like we're still going to also have King Knight DLC. Yeah, King's Knight, I think, is still coming. Plus. Plus, they said there's going to be some sort of... I don't know if this is already on the Wii U version. I only have the 3DS version. But, like, the the, the gender bend mode or something like that that they supposedly said they're going to be doing. So, uh, where all the men, males become females and whatever. Just because. Just but, I don't know. We'll see about that. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on, on Shovel Knight? Justin, are you excited for it? Like, are you... Yeah, I, I am excited. We were saying that in the the show last week is I would really love to see them do something new, though. Um, you know, I think this is great that they continue to give us this DLC. I love the fact that it's for free, but I would love to see, like, what's next? What is the next thing that they have uh, up their sleeve? I think uh, I think part so, of the thing, you know, one I actually remember I was listening to the show last week. I wasn't on um, yeah, you part of part of the thing to keep in mind is that they are still making they are still releasing pieces of their, like their, uh, what is it? The, their Kickstarter, like extended goals. Like these are all still Kickstarter rewards from their stretch goals. And so part of their stretch goals were that they would release campaigns for three of the nights because they hit certain stretch goals. And so they're still releasing those. Um, it's not like they're just choosing to, that they're choosing to do this just randomly, but they promised what when they first funded that they would do this and so they're continuing to to stay good on that promise which mm. i think is a I, I guess an important factor to keep in mind when you're looking at that but i totally agree like let's do something else too guys like let's 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 uh hopefully this is the kind of project that is you know all is going on at the same time as something else and that their big top people are actually doing something else instead i don't know I, I'm totally blown away by how much money Shovel Knight had to have made for them yeah. to be able to just continue to release totally free DLC that is basically another game. Yeah. 
for th- three three times. Plague of Shadows and Spectre yeah, it's nuts. Of Torment and, and well, yeah, looking at this, where's King the? Knight. I guess it really only they only made like looking at the original, uh, the four. 14,749 backers pledged $311,502. So only $311,000 that they made, um, which is not that much money, especially compared to some of the really big ones, right? Like it was, uh, it was no mighty number nine. It's no mighty number nine. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, but nothing will ever be mighty number nine. (laughs) (laughs) At least I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. One can hope that that never happens again. So yeah, that's, that's crazy. And apparently there's a battle mode coming, right? Like these are all of the stretch goals, music player and extras achievements for all new game plus mode, playable boss night, Linux and Mac version, playable boss night two, gender swap mode, challenge mode, four player battle mode, real physical box, playable boss night three, all bosses in battle mode. So all bosses in battle. Like, so we haven't even seen a battle mode yet. Right? Like, that's still something that's coming. So, that's craziness. The amount of stuff that they promise. This is why you never why you never promise things. Ever. Just period. Like, I, it sounds like I'm going to clarify well, that more, but no. Just never promise. In, in, <laughs> in 2020, when they finally finish development for Shovel Knight, they'll put out a new game. Yep. And it'll be Shovel Knight 2. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if they make a Shovel Knight, if they make a Shovel Knight game and they super shovel night yeah super exactly super shovel night where it's where it's actually just like the super nintendo style that'd be awesome i would love that that'd be so good shut up and take my money (laughs) yeah seriously uh right on so next up here we've got the my nintendo kids account okay who here actually looked into this because i need to know i need details on this because it's it's interesting and i'm interested what what uh, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So, what is this, Justin? Okay. Do you know what's going on with this? Yeah. So, so Nintendo did push out a bit of an announcement through the My Nintendo's um section, introducing Nintendo accounts for kids, which essentially um, allows you to tie a child's account into your primary account, um, and it's aimed for children under the age of thirteen. Um, and actually, it allows kids to earn and redeem their own My Nintendo points. Um but allows you as a parent to actually manage their account. Parents can actually manage up to five accounts within the family and will, will, will receive email notifications anytime a purchase is made on a Nintendo system, on the website, or via the app. Um, so that's pretty great. I was actually just kind of trying to go through my account and actually set it up um, for my kids, and I was having a heck of a hard time to do it. And they have instructions here, like, Create an account for your child. Uh, to create an account for your child, log into your My Nintendo account. If you don't have one, get an account. Select Child Account and then create an account for child. Follow the instructions complete. Create a username. Note, um, yeah. And I'm not seeing. So I'm I mean, not seeing anywhere to make this account. No, and I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really actually having difficulty with it because it should just be onto My Nintendo. Yeah. So is this something and that they've rolled out yet or is this something that they have, they have, they have, they have rolled it out. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what are you guys, other than the fact that we can't figure out how to do it. What are your thoughts on it? The idea of it managing what your if, kids accounts. What if my kids already have accounts on their 3ds? 
That is exactly my question. I when I, we bought my son his first 2DS, um, he was we I set up a I actually went and just like set up a, a dummy email address and set up an account to go along with that email address, and it's been the same ever since. And so I'm not like, can I can I call Nintendo? I'm guessing it might be the kind of situation where I need to call Nintendo and say, hey, can you convert this into a kid's account? Or I don't know if that's well. My thing is is this is you know like my my son has a downloaded copy of Mario Kart Seven on his 3ds. Mm -hmm. So if he if we make a new account, does he lose that uh, game? I I imagine that you'd be able to tie a Nintendo Network ID to a kid my Nintendo account, similar to what we can't we did with our accounts. It just seems I can't I, I can't find where to make the children's account either. Mm. Holy crap. Okay, did you guys have you guys been on uh my Nintendo lately? Yeah. There now other than that, no. <laughs> there are like there are like new rewards and junk on here. Yeah, do you not ever pay attention to the tweets we send out? Look, dude, I've been writing papers You're, and junk. Yo, don't give me that. You're killing me here, son. So there's this th- the 30th anniversary Zelda theme. That's pretty rad. Yep. There's the Zelda 3D performances? Yep. Are these good? Oh, they're audio. They're audio segments. Are they, oh, they're they just audio? Because it looks like a 3D performance. It says. And uh, it's, it's actual. Sorry, it's an actual video. I do apologize. And so, is this of like the Zelda Symphony, like the yes. same symphony that I went to? Yes. That I got into for free. Because, just kidding. I'm not going to go there. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. No. I I am all about the themes now too. By the way, like I I will totally get those themes. I really like those uh, the the ones that they've been doing lately, where it's like uh, they're they're all kind of the same, you know, the characters in the the top left hand, and they all have the same music, mm-hmm. but yep. they have different sound effects from the games. Like they have a Mario, and they have Link, and they have uh, Isabelle and Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong's the only one I don't have. Yeah, and it's on there. It's a, I think they put it back up too, so you could get it again. And yeah, they did. Flipnote Studio 3D. It can be downloaded again. Mm-hmm. Oh hallelujah! For some reason, they got rid of that. I don't understand why it was ever not there. And then the well, and that's they, what, that's pretty much a game that's never been available to buy. You only could get it free from Club Nintendo, and then free for this, right? Which for, totally doesn't for, for make whatever sense reason. why they would do that. But, but so now it's still quote unquote free, but it's two hundred platinum coins, which is virtually nothing. So I, I, I didn't. Yeah, you know, I think I checked this on on December first when they put out the new website design but they didn't have anything new to buy yet you know i so i never went back and looked until today and oh yeah so those the the zelda songs i might pick up yeah and they and they did bring on um the legend of zelda link the past for both the 3ds and the wii u at 30 percent off uh and they also actually offered skyward sword for 30 percent off as well which kind of chaps me a little bit considering i just bought that three months ago when they introduced it for the first time um, so that's 30% off using 50 gold coins as well. So um, it's interesting. They're kind of these weird, kind of like almost nonchalant themes to stuff of like, oh, by the way, here's a whole bunch of Metroid stuff. Oh, by the way, now here's a whole bunch of Zelda stuff. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye. And it's kind of like, what, what? no, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool. So, so we don't know about like this kid's account. Nobody, like I can't find it on the website at all. What's going on? Um, yeah, I'm so listeners, listeners, out. if you know, if you know what's going on, uh, let us know, figure it out. 
It looks like the, the new Zelda themes and the Zelda videos are available until April. So we've got like six, like five or six months for them. I'm actually on the website right now, and I had a little notification up in the top right about introducing Nintendo accounts for kids with a clickable link. Find out more. And I uh, went there, and it says, to create an account for your child, log into your own Nintendo account, select child accounts, then create an account for a child. Follow the instructions to complete it. You can add accounts for up to five children. Share the user ID and password with your child so he or she can use the account. So I'm not seeing where go, that child accounts thing is, though. If you go to... Um, hmm. I see your point now. That's, that's, that's the rub. That's odd. <laughs> that is yeah, so I'm, odd. I'm not, I'm not just incompetent, Marty. I, I am pretty well like, versed on the internet. I found it. I found it. Okay. So uh, what you're going to do is go to your profile. So where it says Nintendo account profile with your nickname and your me, uh, yep. there'll be a like account settings, email address and password about? and then linked accounts. Or Isn't that where like account. Facebook is? Settings. Are you going to account settings? Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm in account, account, account settings. Uh, I clicked on the little pencil and edit underneath linked accounts, and it took me to a screen where on the left there is a tab for child accounts. Wow, oh. that is buried as hell. That is uh, very counterintuitive. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Country that's or region, none selected, <laughs> Quebec, not Quebec. <laughs> That is a Canada well thing. played, Nintendo. Wow, well and that is like, that is, okay. So you actually have to create it uh, at that yeah. point, which means. So basically you're going to create an account that you can link to a uh, one that's already exists on a 3DS or a 2DS. So what's, the, like value, what's the value? What's the value of this from a parenting perspective? Uh, I think for like my child, if he loves a theme or he wants to download something that could be his own points or her own points that, that no, is that, is it, is is it that, or is that you actually, so if I, if I create an account and put it on my son's 2DS, I get points for hit the things that we purchase on his 2DS as well as on my 2DS. Now, I think the kid gets his own points. Yeah, the kid gets his own points. It even says on the actual uh, little summary write-up, um, being able to the new features let kids have fun earning and redeeming my Nintendo points on their own accounts. Well, parents can manage their kids' accounts. Yeah. So, so basically, a confusing statement here. On the when I, I clicked the child's accounts, and it says, "Question: What is an account for a child?" <laughs> an account for a child is a Nintendo account that allows users under 13 and up to 17 years of age. Like what you're going. Okay. Going I think I know what this is 13. Why are you going up? I think what this actually is about, you know what I think this is actually about is that this is because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of laws and regulations about the type of information that, that companies are allowed to store, um, about minors and about children specifically. Mm -hmm. Right. And so at the the age of 13, those, those rules open up, which is why you you can't get a Facebook account legally until you're 13 or Twitter account until you're 13. Whereas if they do it this way and they, you're allowed to create an account because the parent is actually the one 
giving consent to Nintendo by creating this child's account. And so, and so you're able to create an account for a younger child basically is what, is what we mean. Because, because right now I have a, I have an account for my, for my son, but, yeah. but it's against the, it's actually against the user, the, like the terms of service because, uh, because he's, he's under the age of 13 and therefore, you know, he, that's not how Nintendo would like me to, to do that. And I think legally they are not allowed to do that. If that makes sense, even though I'm giving them consent to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and with the Wii U accounts, you know, I think all, I think all three of my kids were under 13 when I got the Wii U. I have to do the math, but you know, I could create a Nintendo network ID forum, but I had to go through this extra process, including paying like 50 cents on my credit, my credit card. I don't, to verify that I'm an adult doing this on behalf of a kid. And it was really weird and convoluted, but I was eventually able to make these accounts for my kids, but but now they're all old enough. They can make their own accounts. And my son has, there's probably a dozen and a half little Matthew me's on the, when I boot my Wii U is because he creates new user IDs all the time when he plays with new groups of people on with those in call of duty and whatnot. I, I do like the fact that, that, you know, in here it does say, you know, and, and you can get email notifications when they're buying a game, when they're redeeming points. Like, I do like from a parental perspective that ability to control and manage, right? I think and, and that they oh. put it on, on all the plot Like, well, if, if they purchase a game, what's wrong? I was just getting some, some jitter, but I think it was because oh. I was doing something. It's fine. Keep going. If they if they if they purchase if they purchase a game, you know, is that game? Here's a, here's a question. I mean, and Nintendo has answers. Nintendo, you need to tell us what's going on with your account ID systems in general, right? Because if currently my kids go and purchase a game, are they going to have that game? Right? Are they going to are they repurchasing games that I already have to play? Right? Is it, why aren't they just playing on my system? Do you know Do you know what I'm saying here? And not only that, uh, but I think this is a big. This is where Nintendo needs to take a big cue from Apple here yeah. uh, with the family shared accounts. And you know, if I download Angry Birds, then my you know we it's already built in where my family can download it now for yeah. free, and I've spent that price one time. And I wonder why, Marty, why can we not do it yet? <laughs> and I wonder, Marty, you know, Nintendo and, and Apple are obviously creating this this relationship. Uh, that we are going to see come to fruition next week with with uh, Super Mario Run coming out, and Nintendo has always kind of aspired to be very Apple esque. And I wonder if over the last several months, uh, and I'm sure even prior to this that they've been meeting, if if Nintendo has began to think about those ideas, right, from what they've learned from Apple. Because if you think about it, when you purchase Super Mario Run on next Friday or, or sorry Thursday, whatever it is. You will have that device. That game will be accessible on all of your other devices that your family plays on whatever well, family account you have. Well, here's the thing: if they set up the app to do it, because you're not buying the the app for ten dollars flat out. If right. if you did, then yes, that would be a definitely a true statement. But you're but you're downloading a free app, and then you use a ten dollar in app purchase to unlock everything. Mm. Oh, they, are they going to give us the ability to unlock it on multiple devices to restore, with the same ID? to restore they purchases? Could not, they could not, block, they could block that button. Oh yeah, no. You know what though? I don't think, that, no way, no way they do that because, it, because it, basically if for, you uninstall it's, the, it's, 
if you, of course, customer service, definitely, but if, they, they have, they, that is literally a button you have to put in to repurchase, you know, to re download your purchase content. If they don't give us that button, we can't, you gotta re, the only way, other way to do it is to buy it again. Oh, I really so hope they that's still not the case. could get us on the per device thing. Nintendo, Nintendo, no, no, no. More to come next week, folks. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, right on. Speaking of things that uh, they didn't think, that I can't. I don't have a good transition. Box boy, goodbye, box boy. Yeah. Uh, the the final chapter of the trilogy. Of the Box Boy trilogy, the epic saga of the Box Boy trilogy, uh, is coming out in Japan next year. What, like when? I'm yeah, I think it's early next year. It looks like, and uh, accompanied by an amiibo with a like the the Box Boy trilogy in a physical package and uh, an amiibo that comes with it. Uh, yeah, not a really hundred percent sure what the amiibo does fully. Um, Kind of looks like a little little low effort on that amiibo. I was I mean, going to say they it. were so busy. Box boy is a box with eyes. I yep. showed that amiibo to my wife and she says it looks like the type of wall charger you'd use to charge your phone. Yeah. I agree with you. Like I was like, like the, oh, the legs, the legs is being the plug. Yeah. I'm excited for box boy. I've enjoyed the box boy games. Have you played this? Um, have you played I've, the second one? I have, yeah. Yeah. I made the argument that I don't necessarily know if you have to actually bring out whole new games, but this could just be a downloadable package, and you get Box Boy, you know, the third episode, um, you know, almost like a season pass. But it is coming out. Uh, we don't have a North American date yet, but it is coming out in the uh, in Japan first. Yeah, and that's an image today where there was a, uh, you know, Box Boy traditionally black and white. You know, to harken back to the days of the Game Boy. Uh, one of the boxes in this image was pink and looked like Kirby. And the uh, <laughs> comment was, what is Kirby doing in Box Boy? Which is interesting because the creator of Kirby created Box Boy. So maybe uh, the Amiibo functionality of Goodbye Box Boy is going to allow you to tap in other Nintendo characters to create boxes. Yeah, I yeah, I, like I saw a little bit of the teaser trailer for it. It looks quite good, actually. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of different problems solving. The boxes do different things. Uh, definitely going to pick it up when it comes up. But, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the problem with Box Boy is the localization just takes so long. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> well, my worry about this one when I first saw it was, of course, I mean, I love I love the first game. I've not played the second one just because I'm so behind on everything else I've got to play. But the, the worry that I had was, is this going to be another Chibi Robo? Yeah, where you've got <laughs> uh, you know boxes of Chibi Robo bundles <laughs> occupying Just the lower shelves around. at Walmart. Yeah, you get the Amiibo for five dollars, and then somebody oh, yeah. you know kind of threatens and says like, you know, if if Box Boy doesn't sell well, guys, we're not going to do Box Boy anymore. Well, and <laughs> well, not you know, I, Box I wonder. Boy's not, Box Boy's not going to be a Super Smash Brothers character, guys. We don't sell as well. <laughs> I wonder as well, like how much. Uh, is this going to be one of the ones that just doesn't make it over here? This amiibo, like, like we haven't seen those Monster Hunter amiibo come over here yet. Mm. Uh, is this going to be another one where it's just like, you know what? Uh, maybe we just don't really feel motivated to I could, release it. I could see the I could see the amiibo not coming across the pond, but I could see that they release the the game in the eShop as a D, as a DLC. Yeah, 
Larsarna's DLC as a download. Just straight up right? eShop only. Oh yeah, just like well, just like they have for the last two games, right? Just go to the eShop, pay five bucks, get your get your game, have a great day. Because I mean, that's that's low risk, right? Yeah. Uh, there's there's no risk in that, and you're good to go. Yeah, no, I definitely think that game will the game will be released for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's just is that Box Boy Amiibo going to be released? But then again, are they going to release that game that has Amiibo functionality but not the Amiibo? Yeah, that that that's uh, that, that, that's a question. I don't know. That's a very Nintendo thing to do. Yeah. Ooh, look at that! Marty's getting his salty pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's Box Boy. It it'll be. Well, I'm sure we'll see it. Finally, we've got. Uh, I we guess have a rumors button yet? Do we have a rumors bumper? We've, we've always got a rumors bumper. Are you kidding I always me? Feel like we have to have like Adele singing like "Rumor has it, rumor yeah. has it." Uh, I've got. Uh, I just heard my voice. But oh, wow. we just need to <laughs> save. We just need to save that clip. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, there you go. Uh, I do right, have this we, one. Before we talk about rumors, do we need to do the virtual console stuff? Oh yeah, let's do that real quick. Is this a, oh, that's yeah. a pretty pretty big stuff. Yeah, virtual console tomorrow. We've got Metroid Other M coming out on Wii U. Uh, we've got Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Wait, wait, wait. Which one is that? The Wii game? That is the uh, the the DS remake of the first Fire Emblem. Oh wow. Okay. That's interesting. I hadn't. I didn't. I don't think I've ever even. So it's that. gonna. You know, it's gonna be yet another Nintendo DS game. <laughs> it's not available on the 3DS. Yeah. But on the Wii U. Yeah. And then Dragon's Crest. What is Dragon's Crest? I'm sorry. Uh, Demon's Crest is the Demon's Super Crest, Nintendo yeah. sequel to uh, Gargoyle's Quest. Oh, okay. Uh, which has got the little red, you know, demon guy from Ghouls and Ghosts. Right. Or Ghosts and Goblins, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's kind of like an action RPG. I mean, you're going to go and, and you're going to have the, the 2D side-scrolling levels, but there's a little bit of questing and leveling up and, and things in there. I remember it being very good. This it was just very hard to find. Yeah, it, you, you couldn't find the card anywhere. Very where cool. I was. Yeah, no, this looks cool. This look, I like. I'm just looking at some screenshots and stuff. And I also remember it because it's a member of the Ghosts and Goblins family being extremely difficult. Yeah, is that is there is there one of those games on the on the NES Classic? There's Ghosts and Goblins is on the is on the classic. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I tried a little bit of that and I suck at it. <laughs> it's very everybody hard. does. Yeah, That's don't true. feel bad. Yeah, it's that way by design. <laughs> they just meant for it to be terrible or terribly hard, I should say. Well, it was an old, you know initially an arcade game, so they wanted you to dunk in quarters. Yeah, yeah. Right. I wanted to play more dunk. Yeah, but Marty, you were saying you're going to pick up Metroid Prime or Metroid Other M. I, yeah. Um, unpopular opinion time. I actually love this Metroid game. <laughs> really? Okay. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I and, need and, to. You're not the, the first reason, person to say that. Well, the reason for it is because I, uh, after Prime, which I am not a fan of, I'm not a fan of the Prime series. Um, I welcome the return to 2D or 2.5D Metroid mm-hmm. because I desperately want them to make a sequel, a proper sequel to Metroid Fusion. Mm. But Other M it's, is the closest we've gotten. It's like Marty is my clone. Yeah, it did. I feel <laughs> I I've never I've gotten to part. I can't remember what part it was. There was some like holographic jungle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, so that's cool. I 
I'm interested about the last thing I need is another Fire Emblem game to play is my, my real concern here. I still have to finish conquest uh, before I, before I pick up anything else. I'm not, I'm not even finished the first part of fates. Yeah. I've got, and I bought the the three game package and I've not, I've gotten maybe 10 battles into it. Yeah. Just like I do with all all the games I buy. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to finish this. Never. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, here, let me play our rumors bumper here. Uh, here it is. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you are going to get. There you go. Uh, <laughs> rumor time. Uh, so we've got some Nintendo Switch rumors. First off, we have Smash Bro- the new Smash Brothers game will include new characters. Let's go quickly. One each. Because they said it's not going to be very many. One. Let's just make one guess each what characters are coming to smash brothers for switch uh marty is it a guess or is it a hope uh both simon belmont simon nice right on uh jesse gino gino okay uh justin a box boy box (laughs) (laughs) right legitimate legitimate vote shovel knight shovel knight Okay, I have two that I'm surprised neither of you, none of you guys said. Uh, Ice climbers coming back, and split uh, inkling. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are the two that I think. Ice climbers is probably the most likely of it because there was such a big deal about them being gone. Mm-hmm. So they so they so they have they actually confirmed they're adding it or is this again just? Rumor? Oh, it's just a rumor. Okay. Just a rumor, but. Uh, rumor has it. And well, by, I mean, even at this point, the game's even a rumor. Yeah, yeah, right? they haven't even they haven't said anything. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, confirmed. Because I, I think they said they could they had Ice Climbers running on Wii U, but they couldn't get it running on 3DS, and that's that's why they yanked the character. Yeah. So I think they're totally okay to put them in to the Switch version. Uh so yeah, so also USB dash c will give the dock extra power to push 1080p and cooling fans plus dock is supposed to be cheap and facilitate them in extra rooms uh so yeah so i i think what's the what's interesting is the fact that they would be using usb type c in general i think that's pretty interesting um instead of their weird proprietary power connector uh usb c is also what the new macbooks use like the the super cheap ones that have no ports, um, which sounds like a lot of things Apple makes nowadays. But uh, yeah, yeah, the fact that I think that that would be a really cool thing to see Nintendo move towards a universal um, connector type. I think that's that's very cool. I was very surprised when I opened the the NES Classic that they did not use their little proprietary power source. Yeah, it's the, micro like, USB the, the, on that it, one, right? whatever cord they used for the 3ds or whatever it was it was just a micro usb yeah it was awesome i and i i welcome them you know using those uh open interfaces i think that's really cool uh and it's supposed to be supercharging too right is that what i heard yeah it's basically like more powerful you know, so like the the thunderbolt ports that that exist on like macbooks and surface and all that kind of stuff it's it's considerably faster than that even Right, like it's faster than USB three. Uh, it's it's very very fast, and it can deliver both power and data through the same port. 
Well, and just to, to add a little bit of context and flesh this out a little bit, the, what this article was saying was that the dock does give a performance boost to the switch, but not in the way that people think it does. It has very little internals um, as far as, you know, graphics or, or better capabilities. Basically what it does is once you dock the switch, it turns on a fan in the dock that pushes the extra heat out, that vents the extra heat that allows the device to push itself and deliver oh, 1080p. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like the system itself will overclock itself when it knows it's docked. Yes. Yeah. Or, or another way of saying that is that the, the switch is, is capable of much higher performance than it will do um, when it's not plugged in. Like it will actually be, underperforming or underpowered when it is not plugged into the dock just because of how it's sort of programmed, right? It's you're programmed gonna, you're gonna to go not. down to 720p. Yeah, but, but when, when you 7, go out yeah. on the go. Yeah. Yeah, at 720p you don't need that extra power. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, I'm not like it would be a waste if you yeah. did that. Uh, you know, if you remember back in to 2004ish, you know, PSP kind of did the same thing. They initially had you know, the processor was capable of more than they originally allowed developers to use. And, you know, it didn't take long for the, for the modding community to find out how to unlock that switch to let the games go get, get the full power. Yeah. So what do you, what's the price you're thinking on this dock? Because if it's affordable or cheap, I, I mean, for me, it's gotta be less than a hundred dollars. Oh, I wouldn't even, I would, you know, extra, extra docks by outside of the bundle. I would say probably even as low as like 30 to 50. If yeah. it's just a dumb, a dumb unit. Like I was like, I'm hoping it will be. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Moving part. But that's about all it's got. I think, that, it, I think and, 50 bucks and, and connectivity. Yeah. And I, I say 50 then, bucks because, because it's got, it's also got the, um, the the usb drives for potentially like oh and, and again we don't know but like i i can imagine having those usb ports for um for like a, an external hard drive or something like that potentially i think that the value add for it is enough that they could they could easily charge 50 bucks that is that is a price that that people would be willing to pay in order to be able to connect it to more than one tv uh conveniently uh any more than that and that's a problem so. And there's a, another rumored use for the USB ports hmm? to, to, which goes with another rumor that, uh, we have this, uh, little thing for the Wii U that lets us connect up to four GameCube controllers. That's useful for one game. Oh, right. Yeah. Whereas it, we are seeing that GameCube virtual console could be, uh, could be involved on the switch as well. Um, I don't want to have to plug my GameCube controller into my Switch handheld. That sounds if, like dumb. The qu question is, is if the the Joy-Cons shoulder buttons have uh, are analog with a digital click, similar to GameCube, you won't need it to do this. You'll still be able to play the games with the regular Joy-Con, but this gives us the extra ability to do so if we want. Oh, that'd be cool. It would be nice to be able to use that thing for something other than Smash Brothers. I, I will say that. Yeah. The prob problem is no other controller has ever had the cross analog digital shoulder buttons. Mm -hmm. 
and you know get things like sunshine you need that for mm-hmm yeah so so that's a rumor again we're not sure what's going on there but uh that could potentially happen gamecube virtual console i think that this that this could potentially be the system that brings everything all nintendo systems into one under one roof and i think that'd be awesome so we'll we'll see let's that's hope what, for it yeah i'm looking um uh, the, the information i'm I'm seeing is from uh Eurogamer art article that was published this morning i think the funniest part of this is the um, the same company that it pretty much developed the the nes classic edition is possibly doing the virtual console uh for the switch which is good for you if because their emulation is better than the wii u's emulation but this group is called nintendo european research and development N-E-R-D. Nerd. <laughs> so, breaking breaking news, breaking news. Uh, coming off of the Jimmy Fallon show right now, Super Mario Run will begin being at Apple stores around the world to have demo versions, and apparently the Switch is now uh, showed up on the Jimmy Fallon show. The hell? What? What? So, I don't know if anyone so, wants to take a pause right now. So afterwards, after the show, we're going to start uh, scrubbing YouTube and try to find out what's going on. And Jimmy Fallon is currently playing the Switch. Oh my Shut gosh. your damn mouth. What? Yeah. What? Where? It's on Jimmy Fallon Live right now. And Are he's you... playing Breath of the Wild on the Switch. Oh my hell. Where? Where? They're, they're showing the Switch on Jimmy Fallon. On See, this is right like now. our live reaction of what's going on. Yeah. So Super Mario. Yeah. There we go. Oh, and there is a cord. Is there a live switch? Is there a live or a live stream? Is it the same no. gigantic cord that they that was attached to the Wii U when he played it for the first time? Probably. It's probably part of the actual to be able to project on the big screen or whatever. Um. Oh, so yeah. So the, Super Mario Run demo heading to Apple stores today. Um. So you should be able to effectively tomorrow walk into an Apple store. I think around the world maybe, and they have actually demos for you to be able to play. Uh, Super Mario Run. Oh, I'm totally going to go do that tomorrow. Uh, there's an Apple store oh. like right close to my house. Yep. Uh, huh. Sorry, that was completely derailing the conversation, guys, but I wanted to kind of give that. No, uh, dude. I, I'm like. No, no. My wife just texted me with a picture of the TV and said, Reggie fils me is oh, playing Found it. It's on Fallon playing Breath of the Wild. It's already on YouTube, and wow. I'm going to just retweet that out right now. All right. I, my response was, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, did you tape it? Okay. Roger well, just uploaded the video. I bet it's related. All right, Justin, you said you retweeted it? <laughs> yep. I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it, Justin. I'm not seeing it. It's out of our Nintendo Dad's account. Ah! Ah! The fear, the FOMO is real. And Miyamoto's there. Oh, for goodness sakes, man. It's sitting in the audience. All right, here we go. Done. Uh, no, Roger's video was up about something else. The new mobile game, <laughs> Super Mario Run. Okay, uh, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And okay. Thanks for having us. We know so you this love is... to have us on the show. That's why we... So is he actually playing this? this is, I cannot wait for this because yeah. you'll see why it's called the Switch. I've watched the uh, commercial online. Okay, what's going on? Time. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, okay. 
Guess a hype is real. Play. Don't even say the new Zelda. So this for is the a, first time Breath ever. Of the, of the All right, so are you finishing up a show or what are we doing here? Switch. No, we're just. We're, I'm just. <laughs> I'm watching this. Shut up and let me watch. No, just kidding. I'll watch it later. Okay. Oh, there's Miyamoto. Someone dialing into us now. Uh, no, we're good. Okay, so let's move on, shall we? All right, we'll watch that after. Everybody will do that. Uh, okay. Uh, what are we doing? Are we doing a show? Are we doing this? Okay. Justin, what are we doing next? How, how do you guys feel about, how do you guys, like, well, my question is, what's the probability you guys actually think of GameCube games coming to the Switch? Uh, very high. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, it is the biggest, that is the biggest, like, missing link for a lot of people in Nintendo's virtual console. They've already skipped past it and gone to the Wii U. So uh, they, they've got to come back to these games at some point. There are too many people saying, we want Melee, we want Super Mario Sunshine, we want you know these other these other games from that era. I think you're going to get them eventually. And, and the, the rumor is they're saying because it has more power, they can do it. But I think the Wii U could have done it just fine because the Wii U is based off of Wii technology, the Wii U is based off of GameCube technology. I think it could have worked. The only problem is it didn't have the controller that could work well, as I said earlier. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and I read I read somebody tweet today. I think it was Emily Rogers, and somebody was like, "So what about Mother Three for the for the Wii U? You were wrong <laughs> about that." And and her response was, "Everything that was going on the Wii U is being pushed to the Switch." Ooh. So, were GameCube games in in the pipe for the Wii U? If it had done better, who knows? Probably. Using mm. the GameCube adapter, which I mean, I think they could have it, tweaked. It probably. You know, again, in that case, it probably had to. That's the only way to really do it. But again, if 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 the Joy Cons can and have a similar type of shoulder button, then you wouldn't need it. But it's still a nice to have. My wife keeps texting me about what's going on on Fallon. <laughs> she just said, she just said, Miyamoto is performing the Mario theme song with the Roots. What? Oh, oh man, he's on guitar. And apparently, uh, demo copies of Super Mario Run was released out in the wild early because now we're seeing reviews coming in for for Super Mario Run, Yoshi, Luigi, Yoshi, and the uh, Toad and the Kingdom Builder, uh, Super Mario Run Bowser and Boom Boom Boss on Giant iPad Pro. Wow! Some game, rally gameplay footage. Yeah, so some NDAs just got um, um, removed. Because Nintendo Life is just spamming our Twitter feed right now. You know what? Uh, Nintendo, y- you need to not do this while we're doing a show. <laughs> Every of course, week. Of course, Nintendo Life is in Europe, so it's, what, 5, 6 o'clock there? So yeah. it's already tomorrow. You know, there. looking at this, looking at these, uh, you know, looking at some of these gifts from from uh, Fall- the Fallon show, the the switch is considerably thinner than I expected. Like looking at like mm-hmm. looking at it this way, like it looks much small, not much smaller, but much thinner, right? Like it it looks it looks very impressive as far as the the build goes. I would say, um, very cool looking. So, yeah, this is probably the first time we're. We're actually watching gameplay on the Switch that isn't just simulated image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's very true. It, it is the first like actual public gameplay. Yep, of it. It's a pretty big deal. It's a very big deal. Absolutely. Uh, very cool. 
All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's we'll we'll maybe come back and revisit this as we keep going. Justin, are we doing this top ten Wii U titles again? What are we doing? Absolutely. Is this we the are. last we've time we're Marty doing this? Ephesus with us. This is his last kind of like final hurrah as a normal. I'd say normal person, but like a. Yeah, you can't ever say that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so Marty, what are we doing? You get, to, you get to jump into this list. Oh, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> so if uh, if you. Um, we're listening to the show last week. You know that there is a game that I mentioned that is, I am, it's inexplicable to me why it's not on this list. And that is super Mario 3d world, mm. which, uh, I think is, is probably one of the, you know, y'all are doing the top 10 list. I'm going to say top five Wii U games. So I, th- I was even thinking about this, Last week, and I already know my answer. Okay, so we're going to put Super Mario 3D World in this top 10 list. Okay? All right. And uh, do, I, do I need to take a game out first? You need to decide where, yeah, which game are you taking out in order to put this okay. in the top. I'm taking out Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. What? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And here's why. I, it is a beautiful, gorgeous, amazing game. That is absolutely too hard to play. (laughs) Yeah. And like that level of difficulty and that level of, uh, it has to be a precise jump every time once you get past world one, uh, just takes me out of the game. So everything on that list is going to move down because Mario 3d world is going in at number two. All right. That is, that's my, that's my pick. Right on. So, Come at me, bro. Cool. <laughs> what? The new guy just rolls in here. Come at me, bro, with DKC. That, I, who put that on there? Was that you? I mean. It's none of your damn business. I think it must have been. been. Well, I, okay. Now I know who put it on there. Because <laughs> I know it wasn't me because I didn't play it. Now, like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it's a bad game. I just, from my experience of trying to play it with children, it it makes me want to throw up. (laughs) Uh, You know, it just, it, it's not like it, when it, when a game becomes an exercise in frustration, like here's, here's a great example of that. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and Yoshi's Woolly World playing with children. Which one is a better experience? Oh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Exactly. And that's what they should have been able to adjust tropical freeze to be like woolly world for for younger kids because my son loves donkey kong he thinks it's great and he always wants to play this game and i always end up wanting to throw my controller out the window because i get so frustrated playing with him i did beat it but it i can't like it was a it was like a hate defeat like i hate this game so bad so it's just out of pure spite <laughs> It's like, screw your game. If, I'll show you. Freeze, if we were doing the top 11 games, it would be 11. Uh, that's all does, I'm saying. Does, does Tropical Freeze have the rocket barrel levels that... Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that That's why I stopped playing the last one. <laughs> yeah. I think I got into World 5 on uh, Returns and didn't get past that. I, I will say, though, it is probably... I mean, I think Mario Kart 8 and Mario 3D World... Well, the, a lot of these games are, are just extremely gorgeous on, on the Wii U, but, but Tropical Freeze is really good, a really 
good looking game. Yeah. From the very beginning, from the get go. I, and I, I just, I'm going to shut up after I say this, but I, I kind of, the issue that I have with Donkey Kong Country's revival is where are the Kremlings? Yes. I just, okay. Why what do we got the stupid tiki mask guys, like the tiki masks and the polar bears and that whatever is going on? Like, no, like where's K rule? That's yeah, absolutely. It's there like if go. they were to make, it's like if they were to make a Mario game, uh, like a new Mario game and not have Bowser in it, you know, like what, what's going on here. It's just super weird. Fulgen says, I think there would be a whole lot of anger gamers. If the new donkey Kongs were dumbed down in comparison to the original country games. Hmm. Well, and I, and, and let me, let me step back on that and say this. I don't think uh, maybe dumbed down was not the right word. There may be an adjustable difficulty level for younger players, uh, where the challenge could still be higher for older players, but maybe some kind of assist, like, you know, Mega Man nine came out a few years ago and had that thing where it would like put blocks over the, the gaps in case you could make the jumps. So maybe if they could do something like that with donkey Kong to, to draw kids in. Cause I mean, that, I don't know. I've always I've always enjoyed the challenge, but it it's hard to play. It is really hard to play with kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justin, are you, yeah. you are you mad at me now? Mike's- no, you make a legitimate point. I mean, I just you know, I mean, if you're not a true gamer, Marty, that's okay. Like, I guess <laughs> we just I guess we just didn't realize that when we brought you on. I mean, that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I you know, I I do agree. Like I I mean, Don Kong Country we've talked about before is one of my favorite games and franchises. Probably as passionate as you are about Mega Man is probably as passionate as I am at times about Don Kong Country. I do agree that Tropical Freeze is a game that at times you want to throw it out the window. But I will also say that for me, my daughters have loved – we've sat down together and played it together. It's been a great experience. When you compare it to like if you are to put a kid like say by themselves playing, which which game, Yoshi's Woolly World or Tropical Freeze, has more of a cooperative uh, joint enjoyment experience? Absolutely, it's Yoshi's Woolly World. Um Tropical Freeze, even for veteran hardcore players, is difficult. Um, so, no, I agree, and I respect you. I respect your opinion for now. <sighs> so All right. Justin, Mike in the line chat has a message for you. It says, you look like he just ripped out part of your soul. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it just it burns, Mikey. It burns all the way down. Um <laughs> I mean, I I would have thought that this. You know, there's an garbage. ointment for that. Yeah, Hyrule garbage would have gone off first, but no, no, that's that's cool. Let's. Well, the other choice it. was, if I'm allowed to say, the other choice was affordable space adventures, but I didn't want to just knock Johnny's out a week after. It that's was in there. that's fair. That's really fair. Yeah. No, no, you know, and and, and this is a challenge, right? Like, there's there's agree to disagree. Like we've t- you know we've talked about how, um, you know. Mario Maker came off the list, came back on the list. Star Fox is permanently banned. So, like, you know, <laughs> this is this is this is what happens when you when you crowdsource a list, right? right you yeah. just right. you trust on the global consciousness of the group that they are going to be better than you. So we're, we're, sometimes we're, we're, you're wrong. I'm waiting for someone to re-add Human Resource Machine. Yeah, that's that's never going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to keep going in the show here. We got another After Dark gentleman to do tonight, too. And we're already at an hour and 20 minutes. So we're going to let's keep moving what, into what we've been playing, shall we? Do it. 
All right. So, uh, Marty, you are, well, I guess you're not a guest, but, uh, you know, you're new. So we'll let you, we'll let you go first. Well, until the newness wears off. Uh, so I've been playing Mario Maker 3DS despite Justin's warnings uh, about the game. Uh, and mainly because I already had it bought and pre-downloaded before your mm-hmm. review came out. Uh, and I have to say, I've been enjoying it, but I do miss the, I mean, everything that you said is wrong with it is wrong with it. Uh, but I've mainly just been playing the Mario challenge because I want to unlock all the components before I start making levels because the, the, you know, the, the kind of the, the learning to make levels, I've already done that on the Wii U version. So it can't be that different. I just don't have the, the amiibo capability. But so far, it's been really good. One one cool thing was my son, uh, he went and traded in some games because he wanted to play Mario Maker on the 3DS. And the first thing he did was he came home, he's like, I'm going to make you a level. And so he made this level, and he wanted me to have it. And here's the crazy thing, guys. Sharing a level over uh, uh, spot pass, like just local play, is incredibly counterintuitive. Did you do it at all, Justin? No. No, I did not. Okay, so what you have to do is you have to make the level, then you have to go into Core Spot and select the level, and then you have to send it. Mm-hmm. And y- the other player has to go into Core Spot as well, open one of the, you know, click on one of their empty save slots, and then click receive. Yeah. So yeah, the, I didn't. I didn't the player sending through. it has to do do all that, and the player receiving it. Yeah, I didn't actually go through with it, but I went through the interface and found how to do it. But I was like, yeah, this is not. And, yeah, and you know what? The, the crazy part about it is, is there's really no no documentation about how to do it either. I yeah. stumbled onto it. Like I went to the manual and looked. And unless I just happened to overlook it, I, I may have because I was frustrated at that point. <laughs> like my son, he was saying, why can't I show you this level? He was just saying it over and over. I want to do this. I want to do this. So. Uh, but it's cool now because like I can make a level and then I can leave it for him via Street Pass. Yeah. Um, I can set it or I can send him one. Uh, so we're enjoying doing that back and forth. Also, I've been playing Super Mario uh, Brothers Two for Retro Rewinds, and I say playing because I started it and finished it in 45 minutes. Oh, nice! <laughs> all, all the way through. I uh, didn't warp or anything. So uh, what I did today was I picked it up on NES Remix uh, Two and play yep. through those challenges as well. And I've also been playing a little bit of Pokemon Sun, but not as much as I really want to. Like I said, end of the first island. I'm in 10 carat eel. I'm going to catch a rock rough. Yeah. It's be awesome. Nice. Right on. Cool. So, uh, I guess I'll go next. What did I, what did I play? Oh, I've been playing more Pokemon. Uh, that's the thing I got. There was part of the part of the deals that were going on lately was I got Weapon Shop de Omase, which is a, a level five game. I think it was on sale. I got it for like three bucks or something like that on the eShop. Uh, and Jesse, you you reviewed this a while ago, and it's basically a it's kind of like a rhythm game that is uh, that you are instead of you know it's like a an RPG, but you are the weapon shop owner and you make weapons for everybody i'm i think i'm still in the tutorial area i've I've made a couple of weapons now but seems really fun it seems my 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 biggest complaint with the game so far is that it is a little bit chatty and i i like my rhythm games i want a rhythm game to be very 
very much like about the rhythm, right? So whether it's like elite beat agents or rhythm heaven or something like that, like lots and lots of just the rhythm stuff. And, and this, this has a little bit of dialogue that is interesting, you know, like a level five game you would expect, but, um, it's still fun and it, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to playing more of it, but, uh, yeah, that, and, oh, is there anything else? I don't think there's anything else at this point. Yeah. That game is chatty and it kind of gets, and there's a reason for it because as, as we were talking on the pre-show, um, you know, the weapons you make for the heroes uh, are, are like equipped with this kind of like a, like a communicator. So you can, when they go into battle, you're able to hear, listen in on what's going on. So there's banter between the hero and the villain. And so you're able to hear all this and there's this, and while it seems like each individual hero has their own little side thing going on, there seems to be an overarching event going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely, uh, I really like it. It's, it's fun so far. It's a good time and I'm looking forward to more for sure. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, good times. Uh, and then of course more Pokemon, uh, has been going on as well. I, I, where am I? I, I've been doing lots of training actually in that game and like trying to come up with a, like a decent team and, and stuff like that. So what, I guess the one thing that I'm really excited about, if you haven't, is that, is that for somebody who's not able to invest a lot of time doing training, like training a team, like, you know, doing Pokemon breeding and stuff like that and trying to get a, uh, like a Pokemon with good, a good move set and good, um, if, if you know what EVs are, like effort value, stuff like that, the Pokepelago, which is the little island where all of your stored Pokemon kind of reside, actually is really good if you unlock some of the training islands and stuff like that. Basically, you can train your Pokemon and 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 get their EVs up or their effort values and, and train up their stats in a way that you basically put them in there and say, and it, it treats it like a smartphone game where it's like, yeah, uh, make my Pokemon, like make my Scyther train him in attack and just leave him here until he's maxed out his attack. And that's all you have to do. So for me, like where I kind of can just check in every once in a while and play the game and, and, uh, but I don't want to have to sit and grind through, Oh, I have to find this Pokemon in this area and fight him this many times in order to, get the optimal stats you don't have to do that anymore you just kind of say yeah train him in attack because that'll make him good in attack and that's what i want uh so that's actually really awesome and it's a real big it's a real big improvement for some of the more casual players like myself to be able to uh get into competitive pokemon battling a little bit more so i really really like that a lot so yeah uh justin what have you been playing dude I have uh, still been playing Pokemon Sun and Moon, actually. Uh, so I'm about 12 hours into it. I'm near the end of the second island. Uh, I have actually uh, beat the island, the big kahuna, the boss. Um, and now I'm heading over to meet someone who's wearing some kind of like bug mask. Because um, <laughs> she needed to meet with me about something. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been going really, really well, actually. I, I have been enjoying it. Um, 
you know, I mentioned before, I just think the controls are relatively easy to handle. The UI, you know, for 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 a person who's entering Pokemon for the first time, people say like, "Oh, this is super efficient." I'm starting to actually uh, figure that out on my own. Oh, okay, so I have a grass type. Okay, so this is really effective. Um, uh, so I, I'm actually learning those things. So I think it's it's really it's really quite enjoyable. Um, I find at times it's kind of like I'm trying to get from one spot to another, and you know, I've got to go through all the tall grass, and it's like, okay, another encounter, another encounter, another encounter. Okay, just like I just want to get there. Um, but I also understand the value of that grinding. I also really do appreciate the fact that, you know, your entire party gets that experience, that shared experience. That is so important when you're when you're building up your team. And I think that's great. Uh, I feel like at times when they're like, oh, they've learned a new move. Which one do you want to forget? I don't feel like I'm doing that as well as I should. I kind of take a glance. I'm like, oh, this one seems better than the others. Um, and I add it into uh, my collection. So I feel like that's probably a little bit weak. Um, but overall, I'm really having a good time with it. Um, and by, I, by uh, the end game, you'll be starting to supplement them with TMs anyway. So what they yeah, learn I, in levels really isn't as, as important. Yeah. I I've assigned a TM to one of my Pokemon already. Um, uh, my starter Litten, and now he's, he's, he's evolved all the way through to what was it? Inferno in, or in, in, Incineroar. Incineroar. There we go. Um, who looks like just a wrestler with a flame belt. It's kind of funny actually. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been, I, I've assigned that to him kind of getting more use of the Z crystal. So I think that's really cool. Um, and I do really appreciate the, um, the Pokemon creatures that you get that get to like kind of fast travel around the, uh, islands. That's great. Um, that is it. Cause I just earned the char Charizard Charmander, the flying dragon <laughs> Charizard. Charizard. I just I just earned him, which is great. He's kind of like just a quick jump around the island. That's really really handy. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it, and I know that people are people think that I'm not a huge fan of the Pokemon. Um, I still struggle with obviously names and and some of the concepts at times, but uh, overall, I'm I'm definitely definitely enjoying it. I, yeah. I want to I want to get like I want to get a a Rowlet. So I want to try and figure yes, out how I do. can get one. Yeah, it's I want to figure out how I can get Team Rowlet for life yeah so basically yeah, what I, you need to do is we just need to get online and i can get i i chose rowlet and so i can i can breed a rowlet and get an egg and then hatch it for you and give it to you and so if you have something good so, to offer so how do how do we do that we just go online here's here's what we're gonna do folks after the show we're gonna do another after dark to be an audio file of zach walking me through how to do that <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard it, i mean that's you would think you would think you would. Yeah. But yeah, it's going all right. It's going well. Nice. Yeah. So I, I did catch the, a ditto. So I'll, I'll be able to do some breeding if I choose to do so. I normally try to, and then I get sick of it really quick. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't know what gender my ditto is or doesn't that matter? It, I don't doesn't think, matter. I don't think ditto, I don't think ditto's a gender, but it's interesting okay. because there's actually a patch of, um, there's a pat there, there's like a little corral literally right in front of the nursery that you can walk into and then jump onto your Tauros and charge and literally spin your circle pad in place and it counts as walking. So you don't even have to do like the back and forth. You literally just spin oh, the circle nice. pad, which by the way, this, uh, right here with the, 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 I, I'm pretty sure I gave myself tendonitis doing that. Uh, the so, of the stress injury. Exactly. <laughs> 
I think I was like, oh, you know what? I've been doing lots of typing and stuff like that, and I really have been. But I was like, you know what? It wasn't from that. And then I went and to try and play my 3DS a couple of days ago. I was like, oh gosh, no, that's exactly what that's from. As that's that's bad news. So so don't Pokemon related injury. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, there's your there's your show title right there. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, what about you, Jesse? What have you been playing, dude? Oh, I was hoping to get some Mario two in, uh, have not yet had a chance to play that. So, uh, I probably will have a a bit more of a chance when I start my holiday from work in a few weeks. Uh, but I pretty much have been playing more Pokemon moon. I'm in the middle island. Oh, hang on. Hey, pause. Wait. Pause. Okay, I think my computer's working again. Uh, where were? Sorry, you were talking. Somebody was talking. I, I think I was talking. Yes, go. Uh, yeah. Well, I um, Pokemon Moon. I finished the the first challenge on the third island. So we have the the electric Z, Z crystal and the steel Z crystal. And uh, yeah, the Alolan forms are starting to piss me off a little bit just because uh i i came across i don't think it was in wild it was uh i think it was a a, a, a trainer fight uh went up against the geo dude so my mind goes oh rock type so i bring out my pop leo <laughs> uh, you got destroyed and actually i did beat him because i was over leveled um but yeah it, it zapped me with electric an electricity hit i'm like oh crap i forgot about that yeah yeah that's funny uh, so that's alolan you know, geodude that alolan geodude line is probably my favorite of the alolan forms uh it's just awesome i had an alolan golem when i went through the elite four it was really good plus nice. he's got a sweet beard and i think that's really important too <laughs> so marty it's knows not, what not i'm like, talking <laughs> not like the nose pass yeah was probo pass yeah that's weird yeah with the mu- with the must mustache yeah it kind of looks like mario yep kind of like kind of not anyway um was there anything else i wanted to mention or was that it um i don't know but yeah i don't my uh my son who has finished the storyline and he i think he went through almost everything all the post-game content and uh he 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 uh did a set, set up a chaining session trying to find a shiny he ended up he ended up finding a shiny uh nice shiny yungus i think oh he did yeah yeah he, i found a i it was funny i actually ran into a shiny it was a it was just a, like a random i was i was i don't even remember what i was doing i was just trying to train up like my a couple of guys because i was trying to do a pokedex thing so i went to uh in, in the you know the highest level place basically that you can find the highest level wild pokemon and like the third one was a shiny gumshoes and i was like and he's like purple so i named him donnie like you do uh because he's <laughs> and and uh he's i did notice that in the image you put you 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 took yeah so now i have a and now i've got a purple gumshoes named donnie and he's you know he is uh he's he's gonna make alola great again so 
so so yeah so that's uh, yeah but it, it's great game i love it so good um it's gonna be huge it's gonna be huge it's gonna be huge sad uh happy, too, too soon long uh, <laughs> yeah so so yeah as i said i'll be starting a two-week break from work in a few weeks i'm hoping to be able to finally get some uh color splash time in because you know i bought that game and haven't touched it yet mm-hmm. i'm about uh, I guess I, I, I would probably say I'm over halfway through it now and I've gotten four of the six stars, the the big paint stars. And so uh, it has definitely been a great game so far. Lots and lots of little nostalgia bits and different things like that. Super cool. Nice. Cool. Right on. Well, uh, with that gentlemen, uh, Justin, what do we got here? Like, do we have, I'm just looking at emails. We can or an email. We can zip through. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's zip through an email and then we'll been, been sitting on the docket for a little bit. So, uh, yeah. we'll actually, we'll actually, uh, kind of work through this, uh, this first one. Yeah. Here. Well, from? yeah, here, let me, uh, let me play the bumper. Shall I? Okay. Now we can do it. Okay, this one is actually going to uh, play into a little bit of the Pokemon information. So uh, it goes, hey, when I hear Justin's attempt to uh, to fake interest in Pokemon, I have to laugh, especially in contrast to Zach and Jesse's enthusiasm for it. Like him, we're both strangers looking, looking to a foreign franchise, puzzled by all the weird lingo and strange-looking creatures. Having missed a Pokemon craze in the late 90s, I'm left bewildered by its appeal. Justin may try to show interest, or state that he's going to give the old college try when Sun and Moon comes out. But I'm skeptical. I think he's in the same boat as me, whether he likes it or not. Although I've tried many RPGs, including Pokemon, I find RPGs in general don't hold my interest, and slogging through them doesn't help the matters either. I love the music for Earthbound, but the gameplay made it bore. I collect Pokeballs with my son while I'm at work and have caught some rare Pokemon in the, prog- in the, prog- uh, in the process. I assume he's talking about Pokemon Go there. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it as, as a, a dutiful parent and not for enjoyment. Do you think that now that we are uh, adults, or rather grown man boys with responsibilities, our preferences for video games are now unchanging? I've completely given up on RPGs and story-based games, and I found that diving deeper into franchises I love more fr- more satisfying than given uh, given the lack of time I actually have to devote to video games. I like games like Mario, Mega Man, Metroid, and Zelda are comfort food that I can go back to time and time again. Are there genres that you've discovered late in life that tickle your fancy, or are you similar or similarly sit set in your rigid ways? Love the show. It's a great question. So if I understand the question, it is do we feel like our game preferences are no longer able to change? Yeah, I, I guess, you know, you have now found you've now found the the food that you like the most. Are you willing to try something else? Um or are you just kind of sticking to what, with what, you know, hmm. um, uh, Mar- Marty, what do you think, man? Like I'm, uh, wow. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day about how, uh, I have less and less time for video games now and how games like final fantasy or, um, dragon quest or things like that, that would have appealed to me 
when I was a uh, late, uh, mid to late teenager uh, slash 20 something, just like that sounds like such a chore to me now. Um, but I can zip through Super Mario Brothers 2 in 45 minutes and I'm happy. Uh, the only exception to that rule lately has been uh, I rented Final Fantasy 15 from uh, Redbox over the weekend and absolutely fell in love with it, despite the fact that I wanted to hate it so, so bad. Uh, and I don't know what it is about it, that it just grabbed me and now I'm probably going to buy it and, and play through it. But uh, I, it, it just seems, I think that the Mario and the Mega Man, the Metroid, things like that, those are things that, um, I have found when I play, I can literally like turn my brain off, you know, because it's so familiar to me, like playing Mega Man two. I don't have to think about that. Yeah. I've played through Mega Man two 50 times or more. I don't have to think about it. I know which bosses I'm going to go to. I know the order I'm going to go to them in. I know the way I'm going to take through the level where the power ups are. I'm going to do that same thing for Mario. And so like, I love that that phrasing of comfort food because it is so easy to just sit back on those games and kind of veg out, you know, but other games like paper Mario or, or other things like that, like I have to, I have to make myself be fully engaged and, and that gets more difficult the older I get. Yeah. I think that, I think it's definitely, it's not necessarily the, for me, it's not the, taste like my taste in games has become more rigid or or anything like that i think it is it really does come down to the time crunch of like how much can i get and, and even in games like i i feel like partly because of this show but partly because um maybe like more disposable income i don't know what it is but just like i have so many games on my 3ds it's crazy like I have played a wider variety of games. I have played, I haven't necessarily played more time wise than I have ever in my life, but I definitely have played a lot of games. And I think for me, part of it is a shift in what do I feel? Uh, there was a really great conversation. Probably it was a, probably a couple of years ago now, but talking about uh, on RFN, they, they had a really great episode talking about backlogs and how a backlog can feel um, like so overwhelming. And I really, I really don't worry about a backlog. Like if a game, if I buy a game and I get two hours out of it, I'm like, Oh, well that kind of sucked. And I'll, I'll tell people not to buy it or whatever, but um, I don't feel an obligation to finish a game hardly ever. Uh, and if I finish a game, it's because it's a game that I really got sucked into and really enjoyed. Like, like talking about, you know, some games this year that I got sucked into, uh, Hyrule Warriors sucked me in, uh, Rhythm Heaven Megamix sucked me in, you know, like there's, there are games that suck me in and I play a lot of them, but I, I, I wouldn't necessarily, if anything, I have a wider variety of games nowadays that I enjoy playing. Yeah. Like, uh, I I have an example of this where I got sucked into Persona Q. I probably put in 60 hours into it and still got to a stuck point where I ended up just saying, ah, I'm done. But still, I got 60 hours of play out of it. I don't feel I got, I didn't get my money's worth. Yeah. 
And at that point, though, like just, you just do, because I didn't finish, you've got to you've got to be willing, though, at that point. I think that if anything, though, what is challenging or, or frustrating for me is to start a game and especially an RPG. There's something about an RPG where it's kind of like going to the movies and leaving halfway through where it's like, well, yeah, but I never really got resolution on that story, which that's really annoying. Uh, whereas if I play through, um, I don't know, even something like Metroid prime Federation force, uh, you know, me and Justin played it and it was fun. And, uh, I got to maybe like mission seven or eight and then I just kind of didn't go back to it and I could probably go back and enjoy it some more, but eh, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun for what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Part of it is part of it is that I'm, I don't spend, I don't feel as bad when I move on from a game, um, because I'm always excited to see what new, new games are coming too. So I don't know. What about you, Justin? What are you thinking? Yeah, you know, I think, and, and first I want to give credit to that uh, that email comes from Reagan, actually. He put it in, he sent it to us a couple of weeks ago, we shouldn't have a ch- uh, chance to get to it. You know, I think, uh, I think the honesty of it is, is I stick to the games that I enjoy, the Mega Man's and Mario, the Donkey Kong, A, because I know I enjoy it. Yeah. I know I like it, and I think as a parent, especially, when time is such a, uh, you don't have as much of it as you used to the willingness that I have to experiment on something that I don't know for sure. Um, is a bit of a, is a bit, is a, is a, is a bit of a risk and a gamble. Right. And I'm not saying like, you know, we don't have enough time, but when I think of, you know, fire emblem fates, right. It's a great example. The hype was around it. I was like, okay, I'll give the college try, got into it. And, and I got six or seven hours into it and I couldn't do it. And I remember I was like, there's something like there's something wrong with me. Like these guys are hyped for the Internet's loving it. Everyone's happy. But there's something there that's just not grabbing me. And I mean, I've made the statement of like, I love Paper Jam. I thought that was fantastic. And I had a great time with that. And yet I'm this is a counter to what Jesse and Marty were saying about it. Um, So I think there is a little bit of the of the, you know, limited amount of time as a parent forces you to kind of go to what you know. Um, but I think to um, Zach's point, the thing that I've loved doing over the last two years, especially this podcast has forced us to do it, is to go outside this realm, is to be exposed to games you probably would not have done before. Um, would I have picked up Pokemon? Probably not. You know, I can guarantee you, if we were not doing the show, I would not have picked up uh, Pokemon Sun or Moon. I absolutely guarantee that. Why? Because it's not within my realm. Um, but as you mentioned in your email, I'm forcing myself to give it the, co- the college try. And the reality is, the reality is this college try, I'm actually really liking it. I'm really enjoying it, actually. And I'm starting to get sucked in that universe. And I think the other the other um, way to look at it as well is that when you're providing games or working working through games with your kids, that can provide a different lens as well, right? So if my kids are super excited about Yokai Watch or Pokemon, probably a game I wouldn't have been super excited for, but I want to share in that excitement and that in that moment with them. So I probably force myself to be like, okay, if that's really if that's what you're playing, then I'm going to play along with you, and we're going to have fun together because you want to foster that, right? So I think my approach to a parenting perspective versus just a solo, you know, I'm on my flights traveling, would be a different approach. Um, but I kind of think that's 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 a little bit of how it works. I don't necessarily think that we're rigid that we won't try different things as we get older. But I think it's just rather time is the largest crunch for us. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, you know, I, I really want to underline that too, that idea of, of that being a parent has actually opened up my, the, the kinds of games that I would play with my, with, because I, I honestly feel like Yoshi's Woolly World is not a game that I would have, uh, gravitated towards, um, if I didn't have a son who was really excited about, about that game and really, you know, I show him that game and he's like, Whoa, that's awesome. Or like, or Kirby planet Robobot is another one, uh, stuff like that, where it's, it's, uh, it's not really a game that I would really be excited about, but he got really excited about it. And so then I, I, you know, was able to, to lean into that a little bit and get excited about it and, and learn more about it. So, yeah. Uh, and I think if I think if you can if you can if you can come to that event that game whatever it is fresh with your child then I think that experience is 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 so strong right you're both exploring this for the first time or having your child kind of like pull you through that experience right I mean they're they're a subject matter expert in Pokemon or Yokai Watch right or Minecraft that's a great example I don't want anything to do with Minecraft. All right. Like that feels like it is way beyond my scope. I don't have time for it. It looks too foreign to me. That's not my meat and potatoes of what I enjoy. It will suck you in is what it will do. My youngest daughter, Morgan, really, really wants Minecraft. Uh, And she's probably going to get it for Christmas. Um, And I suspect she will want to create things and want me to create things with her. And I'll probably get sucked into it that way. But tangentially, I would not go into that world if I did not have to. The fact that she's enjoying it. And she's passionate about it. As a parent, I need to foster that and support her through that. And I think that's kind of what sucks you down that rabbit hole at times. Now, I would also take a step back, Reagan. That's one of the reasons why this podcast works so well is also the fact that we all don't share the exact same view and, and perspective towards games, right? Uh, Persona or Tokyo Mirage, I, I ain't got time for that, all right? But Jesse, he's super passionate about that. I'll take that, right? Zach's all about Fire Emblem. I ain't got time for that, but he's all about that, right? So so it's also different strokes for different folks uh, and what works well for you and what you've just been attached to um, and grew up on, right? I grew up on Don Kong. And Don Kong has such a uh, connective tissue with me that that's why that, that has stayed through and through, right? And I imagine, again, for Marty Mega Man's the same thing. Um, so that was, a, that was a soapbox rant a bit there, folks. I haven't had one in a while. I feel good about that. <laughs> I need a I jingle. Feel refreshed. Justin Soapbox. Do, do. Uh, right, right on. So I'd like to, to jump out with, uh, I did enjoy Paper Jam. There's just that one aspect that made me rage quit pretty much. Sure. You know, I, I, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't have gotten to the near the end game. Yeah, right. <laughs> but definitely. Um, I think... Of, at least of the three of us, I don't, I don't know Marty as well yet. Um, I think I'm probably the most rigid about what I know I like and what I know I don't like. Old man said and his it, ways. That's right. Because I've, I've always been an RPG fan. I played Dragon Quest 1. I, I played Final Fantasy 1. And the reason why I, I got interested in RPGs is because I had actually I played Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons uh, when I was younger with you know all the dice rolls and keeping track of everything on paper and then when I, I see final fantasy and i'm thinking this is like dungeons and dragons except for the computer is doing all the dice rolls for me that's awesome that's 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 kind of how my 13 year old brain went through and uh right and, uh, so that's kind of how i got into rpgs and 
you know, when seeing Pokemon for the first time, how I'm 25 years old at this almost, uh, yeah, about 24, 25 years old. I'm already an adult, but I see how it compares to other JRPGs like Final Fantasy. You've got a six party of six instead of a party of four or five, and it's more of a one on one battle instead of a group on group battle, but it's still the same foundations there. So that's how I got at the Pokemon. And so, you know, and, you know, I've, I've always liked the Mario. I've always liked the Zelda. Mega Man, not so much. You know, there's a few games I liked, but in all the newer games, pretty much ever since four, I haven't been able to play any of them well. Um, and, you know, I know I don't like the Fire Emblem. I tried. I know I don't like first person shooters. I've tried. Every once in a while, I'll try them again just to make sure, yep, I don't like them. You know, so, you know, I, you, I basically over year over the years have learned what I like and what I don't like. And again, RPGs, the Persona, the Sharp FEs, I'm li- I like those. And I'm looking forward to Persona Five in uh, three months, two months. You know, as you're saying that too, Jesse, I think I think there's a certain element of as you kind of age and mature, a certain element of confidence in. No, I don't have to try that game. Like I know that it's the <laughs> new big thing, but. No, I don't have to. I know I'm not going to like it, and I don't feel yeah, like, as much I've, pressure I've, to I've, do it. Yeah, I've never been a Kirby fan. In fact, I haven't played. I, the first Kirby game I played was the one on the Wii with the with the yarn, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was easy. And I, I didn't know that was the normal. Um, then I, I played the Game Boy one when that went on 3DS Virtual Console. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, that's about the same. But then I tried the the the, the new the newest one on the when the that launched late in the Wii cycle, uh, Return to Dreamland. And I'm like, yeah, that's what, I'm not feeling this one. And I've tried other Kirby games here and there, and none of them really clicked. So I'm like, okay, I not I I know I don't like Kirby games. So when the next Kirby game comes out, I just know I'm going to pass and. No big deal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, no one, my, my kids don't really like Kirby. So no one's really asking me to get Kirby. So yeah, I'm not going to get Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I, I really do think that it's a certain, there is a certain element of, um, of, of just the fact that, that when you're younger, uh, that I think there is a certain element of like, Oh man, this new hot game is out. Everybody's playing it. I need to play it too. Um, even if it's like a, a kind of game that maybe you normally wouldn't play. Okay. Like the announcement this weekend, Last of Us 2. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I played a few hours of the first one. It didn't click me. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to click you. You're supposed to play the game where you click it. You, That's what you you've know. been doing wrong with video games <laughs> the entire time. You know that, I, right? I guess. <laughs> Nice. But yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. You know, great. I'm, I'm happy it's out. I don't wish the game to go away just because I don't like it. Yeah. I'm sure other people will enjoy it, but it's, I, I just know it's not for me. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, Justin, I think that, that, uh, that about does it for emails for now, right? I think we're good. Yeah, it absolutely does. A couple things we just want to draw our attention to. Guys, we actually closed off our, um, our draw for the NES mini classic and 
Uh, I had people hitting us up on Twitter like, hey, did I win? I want to give a big shout out to the person that did win. Uh, and that's Brandon McFarland. Uh, he is the winner of our NES Classic Mini. Thank you very much. Uh, and thank you very much to everyone that provided us uh, survey information uh, about the show, about what's working, um, and your feedback. We had over 85 uh, responses, which was fantastic. So, guys, thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. A couple of the big shout outs. We need to give it out to our three. What else is good? Three. three the three wise men. Yeah, three wise men uh, of the Nintendo Dads podcast, our Patreon producers, of course, Tim, <laughs> Sheldon, and Dave. Uh, thank you so much for your uh, support. And gentlemen, uh, there are things in the mail that are being sent to you currently. Hopefully you have received them uh, as part of your Patreon producer exclusivity. Uh, hopefully you have received them. So uh, if you want to help us out and support us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads and for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can help us make amazing content uh, like we do every single week. Uh, Zach, that's it for our uh, for our closers. What else you got? Uh, I think that's about it, right? That's that uh, makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, good job. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, right on. And uh, of course, I just want to say again, as we kind of round out the show, uh, Marty, welcome to the family. It's exciting to have you on. And uh, every week, man, I hope you're ready buckle in oh yeah <laughs> right on well of course if you want to follow us everybody on all of the social medias you can do that on twitter facebook or instagram at nintendo dads uh you can go ahead and email us at nintendo dads at gmail.com if you want to find our videos uh, you can go over to twitch or youtube and look for nintendo dads over there call in and leave us a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS that's 929-256-3237 Huge thanks to OC Remix for music throughout the show, as well as to Carter Johnson and Adam Lettern from Megadads for our amazing artwork. Uh, and of course, if you want to change the world, which I know that you do, go over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Written reviews are even better. And if you want to subscribe, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and of course, VGTribune.com. For me, for Justin, for Jesse, and for Marty, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads.